On today's episode of the Outfielder Podcast, the great Sam Bino and I are back, and we are talking all things 2020 season. The baseball season has been a blast so far. Lots of fun stuff to happen. The Marlins are one of the best teams in baseball. Well, kind of, but they are. Nonetheless, they are. So lots to talk about there, lots to get into this week. We're talking about the Houston Astros and the crap that they've been facing for cheating their way to a World Series in 2017. And we have lots more to discuss around the league. So make sure to listen to the full thing. You guys will love it. I want to remind everybody that today's show, just as usual, is sponsored by the good folks over at Audible. Now, we've been partners with Audible for well over a year now. They're great people. They're always asking what they can do better, how they can help improve our show, and what we can do to continue a good partnership. So we want to make sure that we're supporting them. If you like the show, if you support us, Go over and try Audible if you haven't already. AudibleTrial.com forward slash SLM. SLM. Sensibly Loud Media. SLM. Go over there. AudibleTrial.com forward slash SLM. You can sign up for a free audiobook. Huge collection of audio programming. You can get started right out of the gate. It's a free audiobook. It's worth it to check it out to see what it is like. It'll change your life. The great Sam Bino loves it. I love it. Ben Baseball loves it. Ben Baseball's even off the show this week. Listening to his Audible books. That's what he's doing. That's what he told us. So he's supporting the sponsor. We want to make sure that you guys have the benefits that we are getting out there for you. Audibletrial.com forward slash SLM. And make sure to let them know that the guys from the Outfielder sent you. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Outfielder Podcast, episode 121, presented by Sensibly Loud Media. I am your host, J-Mac, a.k.a. Founder Numero Uno, and Ben Baseball is out this evening. However, I do see someone in the on-deck circle. Let's see what's going on down there. Ladies and gentlemen, now batting cleanup for the Outfielder Podcast, number three, the great... Sam Bino. Good evening, Sam. Hello. That was some interesting intro. Yeah, that's the new video intro. I guess I haven't been playing it uh, too much up until recently. So I got an intro outro for it. So fucking awesome. I was just going to tell you, I have this weird thing that I don't think I've ever really told you guys about. But have I ever told you about my crippling fear of the intro of this show? No. So I created the intro of this show because it was fucking awkward when Ben and I first started and I had no idea what to say. And so I was like, I'm just going to do the classic like radio jock kind of like, you know, kind of thing to sort of poke fun at the institution. That's kind of always been the idea. And every single time I go through the intro, though, I get to the episode number and I look to make sure I I know which episode number it is every time. But I fear up until it's already out of my mouth that I'm going to fuck it up every single time. You just roll into it, right? Episode <laughs> Yeah. Now, everybody, I, I've actually run that by Ben before. And Ben would tell, has told me, well, why don't you just take the number out? And I was like, I'm not a quitter. That's not how this works. I will overcome this fear someday, thousands of episodes later, maybe. How dare you suggest an alternative that avoids <laughs> my fear entirely? I didn't come for, to you looking for help. <laughs> <laughs> oh man but yeah glad to have you back man it was week off last week i uh, hope it was i'm sure it was not relaxing actually you had storms going on right 
Yeah, uh, there was was it last week? Jeez, time is a flat circle, and everything you have done, you will do again. Something Indeed. like that. I think last week was when the hurricane was going up the east coast, and we got like a band of rain and wind from that. And something we just lose power like way too frequently. If it gets really really wet, if it rains a ton, mm-hmm. um, or if there's any amount of wind, there's a pretty good chance that a tree is going to come down in Atlanta and knock out your power and or internet. Yeah. Uh, so I was without power for a little bit and then the internet <clears throat> followed suit and was out for pretty much the entire rest of the day. Oh, it stinks. Um, so that was, that was no bueno. Sorry, Miss Joe. No worries, man. We, you were missed for sure, but we got into it a little bit. We chopped it up about how inept major league baseball has been handling all of this stuff so far and how, Rob Manfred seems to have his head permanently sewn to his ass for some reason. And just a lot of stuff like that. But, I mean, baseball seems to have continued. I predicted that it would be over by the end of the week. And it is definitely, I mean, we're still having, you know, postponements and stuff like that. But but things are just, you know, we're just going to keep on moving. Yeah, I... I suspect we will continue to move forward with as many postponements as it takes to get to the final 16 teams who make the postseason. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's fine. I mean, I don't mind being right, but I, I don't want to be right about that. Really <laughs> I know. <bad. laughs> I know. I don't want you to be right about this either because it just doesn't feel good. <laughs> it really doesn't. It doesn't feel good at all. I, I like the, the numbers that you put up in the Slack channel earlier. Maybe it was yesterday or the day before. I don't Again, time is a flat circle. Correct. Everything you have done, you will do again. Right. Um, the Cardinals have 40 day, 46 days to play 55 games. <laughs> yes. Which is, if they played all 46 days straight, nine of those days would be double headers. God forbid they get a day of rest. They no. have 10 days it? with double headers. Who needs um, it? It's just rest, right? It's for the week. For those math gurus out there, that's one in every 5.1 days there'd be a doubleheader yeah that's true and i and that just assumes that there are no more problems which there are correct they already had postponements and and you know reschedules and all that so is this where the whole seven inning thing will come into play i guess every doubleheader uh for the rest of the season no matter the circumstance will be seven innings to so two seven inning games mercy and after seven, they will start with a runner on second, as, as though it's extra innings. They were definitely gonna, they were definitely gonna put that in there too. We got a, a mm-hmm. question on the the chat line. Are we talking baseball tonight? Or we're going to cry about college football too. No crying about college football because they're doing the right thing. It shouldn't be played in the first place. And it's the lower leagues. Nobody gives a shit. Correct. These are kids we're talking about here. Come on. I'm just saying though that it seems like they have. Absolutely heard your prediction of what's going to go on here, and they're just going to keep on trucking, though, regardless of health and all that. And the the other question that I have is if you are playing all these games in such a short amount of time that wears down the body, which makes you more susceptible to getting sick during a pandemic where sickness is happening all over the place, like I, I question the logic of any of that. That's just crazy to me. Yeah, it doesn't make a ton of sense. I'd actually like to go back <clears throat> to the football question for a moment, if I may. I, I was thinking about how we weren't going to discuss football, but I would highlight that segments of the NCAA are somehow doing better than a major league sports. Well, yeah, because they did and, something, which is better than the nothing. 
that well, yeah, they're just like, we're not going to do it. It's like, good. Why didn't other people do that? They've got money to make too. For sure. Well, I've got some conspiracy theory type thingy that I, I'm concocting into my head that we'll get into here in a little bit. But I wanted to update everybody on the contest that is going on, that we have going on on the outfielder right now. So you were out last week when Ben originally put up the rules for the contest, right? Uh, yeah, and I would like to highlight that off the air, I totally guessed what the contest was. You did, but it's a pretty easy contest to guess, given that we've been talking about this for weeks now. Um, so there's a shit. so just to to fill everybody in who you know may not know, there is a cardboard cutout of me in Oakland, quote unquote, wearing an A's shirt, but not really. Uh, it's a more that's no, not. It's more of a makeshift type situation. Uh, so we put out the call to the fans for everybody to be looking for me in the in the it's actually on the first base side. That was the one clue we gave. It was on on the first baseline side. So that's actually where I am. It's not actually the outfield. Um, I know exactly where it is. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, but we actually got a couple of submissions. And they're ridiculous. I'm just going to tell you that right now. The, nobody found me yet. I'll say that. Uh, but I do want to highlight a couple of the great uh, actual submissions that we had. I, I love that you're almost forcing some of our fans to watch A's games. It's a good thing that they're playing really well. Yeah. Otherwise, that would just be like super sad. Also, West Coast baseball games are super late. They are. That definitely stinks. I'm I'm kind of burning both ends of the candle right now, so it doesn't really matter as much to me. And I, I definitely recognize the fact that it helps that, that the A's are better than they usually... I wouldn't even necessarily say it's better than they usually are. I would say that... I mean, they're usually consistently pretty good. But they're good. They're yeah, real good right now. They're really they damn good. Fire. They just beat the living piss out of the Astros, literally and figuratively, this past weekend. But we'll get into that too. All right. So as part of the contest, Ben and you have to judge and say, is this photo yes or no? Uh does it yes, does this get credit as far as a submission okay. goes? Okay. Whether you're in it, okay. Yeah, whether I'm in it. Now, I don't think that they thought that I was in some of these. And a couple of these, you, one of these I know you've probably seen because it's been floating around everywhere. Um, this was the first submission I had. <laughs> Not me. Yeah. <laughs> it's good, though. Love Weekend Real at Bernie's. Good. Great movie. Um, okay, so the next one. and I, I, You know, I kind of found this next one insulting, I'll tell you. Horse, just a horse. The dog, the fucking pet section. They put me in the pet section. I don't appreciate that. There's also a donkey right here. Well, I actually, you know, that's a the donkey is wearing or the horse is wearing a elephant hat, which is oh, it is. The, I didn't even notice the Philly, that. The Philly Athletics, the white elephant. I didn't even notice the elephant hat. Good call or good catch. White age bound. Okay. Okay, and then finally. This one. That's not me. section one? (laughs) Who's that? Oh, you know who that is. Come on. No, I don't. Come on. No, I don't. Okay. I'm not telling you. This is your homework. That's fine. This is your homework. I'm sending this to you. (laughs) All right. So those are some of the submissions. Nothing so far. Keep looking, though. It's out there. Please do. Yeah, we got to find it. If we don't have another, if we don't have more submissions by next week, I'll give out another clue as to where it could be. I was also told this, please get a mustache. 
Please, please, please get a mustache. Get a mustache or grow a mustache? Well, I already have like a lot of facial hair, so I don't really know how that works. But you should. So is that a call to cut the rest of it and leave the stash? Ooh, that could very well be. Or is it? Who was the A's player last year that did the swirl thing? Oh, a lot of them did it. Um, oh fuck, I forgot. It's one yeah, of their pitchers. One of their pitchers for sure. Was it? It wasn't Mike Fires, was it? It might have been. Okay. Well, he has been in the news for other other things recently as far as, you know, blowing the lid off of a whole entire cheating scandal. So, you know, I guess it can be forgiven if that's probably not what's talked about in Mike Fire's world as much. That's okay. All right. So that's where we're at with the contest. So keep submitting things at JMACSLM on Twitter, uh, at Sense Blue Loud, uh, everywhere else pretty much as far as Twitter, Instagram, all that. Make sure to submit it. Tag us in it. Send it to me. Make sure to show them on the show. And we're sending out a pretty good prize. We don't know what that is yet, but it's going to be good. It's going to be a real good prize. Ben's in is charge of that. Is it going to have monetary value? Some monetary value. Ben is actually in charge of that, so you know it's going to be great. Skepticism. Me. Well, you were the one that we sent, uh, what was it, jelly beans to one time. And, you know, so we're, I, I we're don't. sitting in the pantry unopened. You still have those? I still have good. those. It'll go bad. They're so artificial. Well, yeah, I realized that, but wasn't there some sort of mystery bean oh. in that thing? <laughs> it came with an unmarked cubed caramel, caramel, whatever. Although, it's not good. Like, it there was no label. There was the the invoice didn't say anything about it. It was a single cubed caramel in like white or sorry, clear plastic, like something that you'd get from the weird guy at Halloween when you're a kid, you know? Mm -hmm. Is there a possibility that, I can't believe we haven't mused about this before, is there a possibility that the the candy store that we bought them from, who's like a third-party vendor of Amazon, because I definitely ordered them off Amazon, is it possible that they dropped that into the box on accident? It is entirely possible that that happened. Mm -hmm. Or they were just handing out, you know, one caramel with your... With your candy, I, that, that seems a little illegal. Like you can't not give me the nutritional facts on this thing that you sent <laughs> me. That's edible, right? It's got to be an accident. What if it's like peanuts and I have a nut allergy and I eat it? Then you're going to you're going to be in trouble. You're going to jail. Yeah, the whole candy factory. <laughs> going to jail, jail. jail. They're going to jail. Um, okay. Well, it's going to be good. I, I trust Ben to do this right. So in. Uh, we remember we had money left over in the coffers because of, you know, the lack of trip this year and all that. So there is that. It's true. We didn't go anywhere. It's very sad. Very I was sad. just talking about our trip from last year. Um, and I was, it, I was wistful. Yes. I was listening back to those episodes actually recently, uh, particularly the one on, of Sense Blue Out Radio. And we all talked about how horrendously terrible it was getting to, the place and us dealing with the rental car and you hitchhiking and just all about that. that. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> good <boy>. Where So <laughs> that was good times. Where do you think we would have gone if it weren't for the world kind of collapsing a little bit? The, so the world definitely collapsed. I was pushing for New York because I want, I wanted to do Mets Yankees and I wanted to try to do hall of fame or scrap one of those and do hall of fame. And I also knew that Jimmy Midtown would be there with us to, to do that. So that's what I, mean, I was he made pushing it to Colorado. For. He did. That's what I was pushing for. I don't we never really got much traction because all of a sudden it was like 
we we decided to start planning last year's trip around like the beginning of the season. And it's by the time the beginning of the season started, we were like, we're not going anywhere anytime soon. So the season started two weeks ago. It did. It did. And the Marlins somehow wedged their way into first place in, in, in an incredible record. I mean, what a shit even show, after, right? Uh, even after the they were like three and one, so they had a 750 win percentage. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. since then, they're still in first. Uh, pretty sure. Let's look as of. We'll be looking up right now. I guess this is something we should have looked up before we started the show, right? So for the yeah, for the listeners, <laughs> earlier I, it was not very long. I want to say like a week ago. I looked at the standings. The Marlins were in first. They had only played four games, so their win percentage was seven fifty. Meanwhile, in second place was somebody else in the East who had played like nine games, and they had like a six hundred win percentage or something. I'm like, how? Are they actually in first place, having only played four games? I know that makes mathematical sense, but I mean, I don't know. That seemed wrong. It's not fair. That, but I mean, is any of this really? That would, that would be like getting the MVP for having one at bat and hitting a grand slam. <laughs> it's true, right? They are. I mean, yeah, and that. I mean, that's very well could be how this ends up anyway. Uh, they are seven and three right now with a seven hundred winning percentage, a game, uh, a half a game up on Atlanta, who's eleven and six. 11 and 6, currently getting their dicks beaten in by Philly. It's like 13 oh. to 1 in the fourth inning. Yeah, it's not great. They've had some the, pitching is just going to continue to be their problem, I have a feeling. Yeah, for sure. It's sad. But I mean, you have Washington, who is significantly underperforming. I was looking at, um, let me pull up the actual stats and everything, but I was looking at where like runs and everything manufactured are coming into place as far as like actual runs produced by teams and they are like almost dead last. Oh no. Yeah. I'm not surprised by that. I actually thought that they would regress pretty hard this year because I thought that they were maybe a little bit too good to be true last year. They captured the lightning in a bottle. That's all that matters. That's absolutely all that matters. They had the worst bullpen in the postseason. They just never had to get to it. No. Pretty good. Um, Let's see here. Pulling up the old baseball reference just to see if we can get a good idea of what's happening. Um, do we want to take a look at Miami first while we're here? Sure. Let's take a look. So they are batting as a team 236 on base 313. They're slugging 408 and they have a 720 OPS. And they're leading their division that includes the reigning World Series champions and the Phillies and the Braves. Like, I know the divisions don't actually really matter just given, I mean, I guess East, Central, West does, but like, it's all kind of hodgepodge together this year for actual, you know, play purposes. But th- I mean, that's that's absurd. Yeah, there's some teams that clearly haven't shaken the rust off still. Yeah. I didn't realize, I, maybe, and maybe this is on me for not keeping up with what's going on with the Marlins. I did, guess I didn't realize Corey Dickerson was there. Is he? Yeah. Because I thought he would. Oh, there's another Dickerson in uh, San Francisco. It's like Alex Dickerson. Yeah. Something like mixing that. them up. Well, you know, I'm just going to float an alternative theory out there. The Marlins got a lot of COVID, mm. and they might have gotten a lot of COVID because they were so active in the offseason training and practicing baseball. True. So maybe they are actually better. So uh, I'm willing to consider that theory. I'm also willing to consider the theory of stupidity for this team because, like you said before, when it comes down to it, they've had a lot less chance of losing because they had a week off. 
versus everybody else who is not having that same luxury. It's true. I'd also like to look at strength of schedule, but I'm going to keep in the plausible corner the idea that they just practice more and got a lot of COVID because they practice more in the offseason. What the hell does strength of schedule really mean in the context of this season? Because, I mean... Well, it's going to be fairly identical strengths of schedule, but when you eliminate a week of play from a team after only three weeks, it could have been a week <laughs> of playing like somebody really shitty. For those keeping like uh, track, but the Orioles, they, they all they did is play the Orioles, and they like skipped the Yankees and the Phillies or something, you know. For those keeping track at home, that's one third of their games gone. So, you know, that makes it pretty easy to be right up there with the big boys. They are just going to tumble when they have to play all those double headers. I can't wait. It's going to be great to watch, right? Because they're going to have to make these games up somehow. I mean, has MLB even said if they're going by winning percentages for the playoffs? Is that what's going on here? It's got to be, right? Uh, yeah, it's going to be record, record-based. Record-based, but that's different than, I mean, that's not just straight-up win percentage, though. So, Well, it is if they all play the same amount of games, and they're, they're saying not. that they're going to play the same amount of games. They're not going to do that. I guarantee. I, would, I promise you that's not going to happen. Uh, well, then they'll have to come up with something but i presume they're they're forging forward with that plan as they are with all other plans and, and I, I mean i'm fine with them doing that making that call i mean it stinks but i'm i'm fine with them making that call but it feels like a call they need to make like now not later uh yeah i think that's right but then you might have some tanky people who are like eh well in that case i'm gonna you, jeter this you know where i stand i i 100 percent believe in any team that wants to tank this year should just do it I just whatever. Who cares? Who ca like who cares about any of this? Speaking of which, fantasy baseball. I oh, have crushing it. I have barely opened the app to be real honest with you. Uh-huh. I've made some moves and then I I just kind of gave up after like a day or two. And I'm in last place and I do not give a fuck. I'm in first place by like a whole league of points. Yeah. I I'm not putting a bunch of effort into this season with I mean, that doesn't ultimately equate to what the other seasons mean. I mean, to be honest, there's not a lot that you can do. Right. And that's the other thing. I'm not going to make a bunch of roster changes and stuff like that to, to, I, I, like, I'm already in last place right now. So I'm not going to make a bunch of roster changes that are going to hurt me going forward. I would rather use this time, evaluate young talent, and hopefully. You can, you can do both, I think. I think mm. you can do both. I want to know what but, Ivan means by the I took a week off thing. <laughs> Is that when you creeped uh, well, in the first place? I'm, I'm, so I'm looking at the record book here. Uh, <laughs> he just made a couple of moves. He made three moves between 8.04 Eastern and 8.10. So it's like within the last 10 minutes, Ivan's made three moves. Love it. Took a week and off. He made a move on the 8th. Okay. And then before that, oh boy, 8th and then... We're going to fact check the fuck out of him. The fifth, he's made some moves. He made some moves on the fourth. I don't know which week he's talking about, but he's definitely active. Okay. I would like you to look at that same transaction list and see if you can, if you can determine when I stop giving a shit. Yeah. I just don't think you should stop giving a shit. I think that's that. Then when you lose or somebody wins, you go, ah, I didn't care anyway. That's bullshit. No, I'm punting on the season more than anything else. I'm using this as an opportunity to improve my roster going forward. I'm not looking at it for right now. I think now. when you picked up Joe Adele 
on the 3rd of August, you gave up. Correct. Boom. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> like I, that's, a, that's a great speculative play. And you can, oh, I, Ivan, uh, Ivan got the great excuse. <laughs> he was hacked. Bullshit. <laughs> uh, Ivan knows. Ivan knows. No, it's, uh, like I said, I, I think I'm, I'm just more about evaluating talent going forward. It's not even that I don't give a fuck, because I really don't. I mean, I really don't want a last place thing, but it's not like this adds into my weeks of, you know, win-loss the same way and all that crap. So, like, I really, yeah. you know. It's one of those things I don't. I can't even really wrap my head around how to change up my roster, other than to get people that are batting like 148 the fuck off of it. Um, unless your name is Altuve, because I'm assuming you're going to come back around at some point. But uh, I'm, I'm just using it as an opportunity to kind of punt myself. But yeah, I'm I'm picking up the people that I think will be good in the future, and also trying to be good. Like yeah. my pitching staff is ridiculous. I own all the pitching categories except for ERA. So I have the most saves, the most outs, the most Ks, the best whip, and the most quality starts. Mm. And then I also have the best OPS. Nice. So, nice. And the second most stolen bases. So I'm leading with 101 points, and second place is Ivan with 81 points. So I'm, I'm like, I have a commanding lead. And I'm like 39, 40 points, something like that? 31. It's 30. <laughs> I have 70 more points than you. Fucking awesome. <laughs> uh, that's out of a maximum of 120. You know that it takes a lot for me to be like, fuck this, I don't really care that much. But I just, I don't, like, something about the, the, like, so much about it is the longevity. I love the playing the long game on people because inevitably someone, like Ivan was saying, takes a week off or whatever, and it fucks them royally. And I love being able to take advantage in those situations. Yeah, for sure. So uh, that's kind of where my head's on that. I know you, you and I haven't even really talked about that. And I again, I hate to kind of be that guy, but I just... None of this is that interesting to me. I think I'm mostly mad about my own team, in which case, like, not my fantasy team, my base, like, the Red Sox, and then it's just causing me to be sour about everything else. That's fair. I've been watching the stat lines on Mitch Moreland, and he's had, like, five home runs in the last four days. They've they've actually been played a little bit better. this past, They just took a, a series from Toronto, so they've actually kind of got it together a little bit. But, like, Ben Intendi's been hitting leadoff, and he has been horrific. You absolutely oh, got the no best way. into that trade. I dropped him. What? You dropped him? No I way. I dropped him. Yeah. That's a good that's a good pickup for future though. It is, but you like I was looking at the numbers even like last half of last season and it, there's significant drop-offs there. Really? Yeah. Mm, yeah, and I just I don't trust Renicky and the manager and all that to to play him the right way and I just they're it's just a punt year for them. They they already decided that. So you know, how can I not as a fan as well, you know? It's very unfortunate. It is, but it is what it is. So, yeah, man, I guess that's fantasy talk. Um, do we have any POSs this week? Mm, maybe just me for being one, mm. but other than that, no. We typically can't put each other in the hall. But nobody said self-POSing wasn't a thing. Oh, that's true. Well, let's do it then. This is Paul Ramham from WBAT in Cincinnati. We interrupt this regular schedule of programming to bring you this breaking news bulletin. It appears that people have been called pieces of shit from around the globe. Baseball players in particular seem to be the main target. However, no person, concept, or universe is exempt from this cruel but very usual punishment. The perpetrator has been identified as the great Sambino. 
Police have confirmed that he is still at large and about to take his piece of shit corner. Ding, 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 huge piece of shit. Take it away, pal. I don't really have one. I was just joking. <laughs> You're not going to put yourself in there? No, I was just joking. And then you put, then you like hit the button and turn the music on. Okay. Well, you could have at it. All right, I'll, I'll I'll throw one out there, and I'll really do this uh, just out of of jest more than anything else. But I, you know, I can kind of get on it. I'm going to put the Texas Rangers in the POS quarter this week. Ooh, uh, is it because of their name? Uh, no, it's because they're not. really bad at baseball. It's because they're really bad at baseball, and let me tell you exactly why. Um, tell me before I tell you, you you start this. Define the Mendoza line for me, please. I think it's 220 batting average. I think it's 200, right? Somewhere in that region. This seems like a verifiable fact. Mendoza line. The Mendoza line named after... 200. 200. All right. That is kind of the minimal major league standard, I guess. Is that... Is that a good way to say it? I don't. I think if you're below that, at or below that, you're actually bad. And anything, you have to be like well above that to be good. Right. Like I would say that if you're under that pretty consistently, like obviously if it's, you just got called up, you've got a limited number of at bats, like it's got to, cons- like it's got to consider a good amount of it at bats specifically. But so Google says. The Mendoza line is an expression in baseball deriving the name of the shortstop Mario Mendoza, whose poor batting average is taken to define the threshold of incompetent hitting. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, I was going to say Oscar Mendoza, but I knew that wasn't right. Mario, that's okay. Uh, Padre guy, right? Maybe? Question. Mm, feels like a Padres guy. <laughs> I feel like I'm onto something here. I feel like you're saying that because you don't like the Padres. No, I actually do like the Padres. <laughs> Um. All right. So, the Mendoza line two hundred. Guess what? The Texas Rangers are batting as a team right now. Two oh eight. Two oh nine. Oh, that was a really good guess. Really damn close. Like a one hundredth off. That's really good. Um, specifically, I want to point out the only two people that are hitting over two. Th- so okay. So I want to benchmark this. Joey Gallo's hitting two thirty four. But he hits a lot of home runs where he strikes out. That's that's kind of the, you know, the nature of his game. But two thirty four. The next two people up from that are Elvis. Uh, make sure Isaiah Kiner Falefa. Okay. Who's hitting three thirty three? Wow. And Todd Frazier, who's hitting three oh six. Everybody else is in the one hundred range. That's pretty tough. Range. The one hundred Marlins territory. That's Marlins territory. You got Robinson Chirinos. Now I want to give you context. Uh, Twenty-eight at bats. He's hitting one oh seven. And Willie Calhoun, who is their DH, I might add, is batting one oh three. My God, thirty-two at bats. So limited. The West at bats. is good. The West is really good. Let's be honest. The West is really good. Um, and, and we'll. I want to dive into some Astro stuff here in a minute, but. Uh, that is abysmal as a team as a team OPS of 639. That's really tough to get worse. It's tough to get worse than that, man. And I don't really know what the answer is. I do know you'll notice I picked up Anderson Tejada. He's one of their top prospects 
at second base. So I am actually am kind of excited to see how he sort of develops. Uh, hasn't had very much time yet. Only seven at bats. So that doesn't really tell you anything, but um, well, they've got nowhere to go, but down he'll get some play time, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I think he's already on their taxi squad or whatever. Are they going to take taxi squads? The new MLB guidelines <sighs> might nix that, right? I don't know. I, I don't, I, I can't, it's weird, man. It's like, I, so like, I can't keep track of what baseball's doing because they're honestly not doing enough for me for it to even really blip on my radar. Well, they've got new guidelines out now. Okay. Well, regardless, not great for the Texas Rangers who we had a little bit more faith in than that, right? I thought they might be okay. I thought they might be okay with yeah. the, the rotation, but that pretty quickly collapsed. I mean, Corey Kluber tore his shoulder or whatever. Yeah, it's, that's tough. I forgot about that. That's definitely a tough thing. But the lack of run production has got to be one of the one of the keys there, right? Totally. We knew they'd be a little anemic this season, but not this anemic. Yes. All right. So that's the POS corner for the week. Ugh. I would like to con- I would like to continue talking about this division if you're okay with that though. Uh, yeah, great. Okay, so I think this is probably one of the most exciting. I'd say yeah, probably the most exciting division. One of the most exciting divisions, except I don't know if it's exciting for the reasons it should be. So it's not necessarily a competitive thing. Although I do like to see Oakland very competitive, gives us more time to find my cutout. By the way. But I particularly love seeing the Astros be really, really bad. They're six and nine, five and a half games out of first place so far. The Rangers are ahead of them. The Rangers are ahead of them. That is not where you want to be. So do we want to dive into Oakland first or do we want to dive into Houston first? Let's do Houston first because I want to hear okay. what you've teed up. Yeah. So like I said, Houston, six and nine. They're in third place in the AL West. I mean, they're they're probably going to be fine, but some of the things that I've seen are incredibly alarming. And this is aside from the fight that we're gonna we'll get into that here in just a second because these two teams actually played each other over the weekend and some you know some good stuff went down there. But uh, I would like to highlight a couple of people. Uh, Jose Altuve is one of the first ones. He's hitting 182 right now on base 260 and slugging 348. He's an OPS of 609 the lowest on the team. How? And that's at 73 plate appearances. That's a lot for now. He's been playing every game then pretty much. He has struck out 15 times already this year. Oh my God. Yeah. I think we talked about this a little bit last season. I mean, if you're cheating to the degree that they were accused of cheating, when you stop, you're going to be really bad because you're reliant on that information and your instincts like tank. So I doubt you heard it, but during the first game of this series on like Friday, the announcers were talking about him as he was up to bat. And it was just so nonchalant, cool. Like, was it really meaning to be a burn, but just absolutely toasted him by saying, oh, well, it's easier to uh, it's easier to strike out when you don't know what pitch is coming. (laughs) It's it's fucking great. (laughs) That is really good. And so I love the fact that they're getting absolutely roasted. And they're not even the fans aren't even there. Could you imagine what would be happening if fans were there? Oh my god, they would be getting crushed, laughed at. Yes, absolutely crushed. laughed at forever. 
Uh, Bregman is hitting 219 on base 306, slugging 438 as an OPS of 743. A little better, but his career is a th- he has. Let's see. Hold on. Does he have more hits or tweets since the season started? Uh, I, I think he's off Twitter now. Thank mm. God. Uh, 284 batting average on base 381, slugs 524, uh, an OPS of 905. So that's significantly off where he he typically falls. Oh, yeah. And I don't really see a lot of this getting better for them. It feels like people, like players and teams in the league are pissed. And that was highlighted this last weekend. So they were playing versus the A's. And essentially, uh, what? I, let me let me get the guy's name specifically because I want to make sure I, I don't misquote anything here. Because um, I, I always forget this guy's first name. Where is it? Where is yeah, it? I think it's still kind of early while you search for that. I mean, we're 15, they're 15 games in. So by the end of this week, we'll be a third of the way through the regular season. Um, it's not out of the question for that group of talented players to really start to pop off. Right. Uh, so Ramon Lariano. Oh, had, yeah, he's great. He is good. Uh, he plays for the A's, bats 278. This is just this year. Uh, 278, 406 on base, 519 slugging, 924 OPS. So a good center fielder. Yes. Um, has a great defensive rating as well. Uh, a good player. He is really one of the least talked about people on that team and yeah. one of the least uh, known kind of guys that are probably on that uh, that precipice of the top echelon. They may not quite be there yet, but give it another two years or so and year or two, something like that, you know? Uh, yeah. He's 25 years old. The kid's really good. And so over the weekend, he was hit three different times by Astros pitchers. Hit by pitch. Hit by pitch. Is he crowding the plate? No. One of them was a curveball. So it was obviously going towards him. Hit him right in the shoulder. And so hits him. This was on Sunday. Hits him. And, you know, things kind of get animated. And you know how it tends to go. Things start to kind of go downhill as far as, you know, jawing at each other and whatnot. And one of the Astros hitting coaches calls him out and tells him, to quit mouthing off and calls him a cheating bastard and all this kind of stuff. What? And he was having none of it. it and makes no sense. Absolute brawl broke out. Really? Absolute brawl. I, I guess I just totally. You must have missed that. it. Yeah, it happened. Like I said, it happened yesterday. So you may not not have uh, caught it. I'll, I'll, my homework. It is unreal how this all played out. And I, you got to wonder, man, like there's just so much animosity built up towards this Houston team. And you just got to wonder, like, what what's the breaking point here? Because, <laughs> like, the league did nothing to punish these players. The league has punished players for retaliating against them more than they punished the actual people that cheated in the first place. And when I say that, by the way, that goes for the Red Sox, too. Like, fuck Fuck that, like throw whatever, like if they get thrown at, they get thrown at. That's what you get for cheating. Yeah, for sure. This is super weird. What is the breaking point? It's a good question, but I've got to think that they're going to, MLB's not going to do anything about this. Uh, I think they're They're definitely like, they're not going to put them on a, you know, stage and be like, don't throw at the Astros like that. That would not be baseball. Like that'd be great though, wouldn't it? 
Oh, no. No? <laughs> no. Um, I am pulling up the video just so you can see it here because it's definitely worth uh, worth watching because I want to find it from like the very beginning because you can see... Yeah, here we go. Let's share my screen up. Again, this does nothing for the audio podcast. Um, but you can see he throws at him and just... I mean, right in the back. Yeah. And so what you get into is just a bunch of John and going on and people just going at each other. Right. I mean, so the Astros started it, yep. right? Yep. And there's a strict no fighting policy and there's no social distancing going on. They should be suspended. Agreed. I think they should throw the book at the Astros. And check this, this scene out too. So here he is, right? Like, uh, this is the confrontation he had with the hitting coach. Watch the hitting coach yelling shit at him. You can tell him, come here. And that's whenever they decide to go at it with each other. I mean, what? Like, what the fuck, man? You're supposed to be a coach in this league. Yeah, come on. Like, what, what, what kind of example are you setting? What kind of... I, I mean, that's absurd to me. It really is. is. And you know what? Like... You should know if you're if you decided if you got on board to coach on the Astros coaching staff, you got to know this shit's coming. You got to know. I, I don't like you know. It's not like you didn't know yeah. what you were getting into. It's true, but you can't then not stick up for your guys and be like, "Yeah, we deserved it." Sure, I understand that, I mean, but like, not, shut your fucking mouth. Altruistic at all altruistic at all fair but you don't really have the right to sit there and pick fights with other people like that just because you know i don't know it, it, i get where you're coming from on that and like i i get the whole standing up for your guy thing but the astros need to shut the fuck up they're lucky they didn't get thrown out of the goddamn league yeah you're right about that i think there should have been some suspensions and that would have quelled some of the some of the animosity right. i'm wondering this sounds so bad what did Loriano do, though? I mean, he must have done something to get thrown at, right? There's always, there's never nothing. Uh, they threw at different people throughout the whole series, hmm. so I don't know what what was going on there. But like, it was like it, it's clear that there's retaliatory things going on here, and baseball once again has done nothing. And what's going to end up happening is that Loriano is going to get punished more so than the actual cheating happening in the first place. And yeah. that's the Just downside of how they treated this thing. For sure. I mean, yeah, Joe Kelly got... Did they uphold, uphold that suspension of eight games? Eight games, that's yeah. So he actually came off of it, uh, off the suspension yesterday, went right on the IL. <laughs> oh, God. Um, For what, COVID? No, it was sore shoulder or something like that. But regardless... I can't like, wait for the Dodgers to play the Astros again. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. I hope Curt, uh, Clayton Kershaw just goes and plucks Altuve in the head. <laughs> I really do like, you know, it's, you know, and like you, <laughs> I mean, they knew what they were doing in this season as far as like, they got really lucky that they didn't, they're not going to have to deal with the fans and all that shit this year in that sense, because that would have been so much more hectic to deal with. But on the other hand, like you got to know that this is going to even itself out in other ways here and that other players are fucking pissed. This is going to sound weird, but I can't wait for next season. Say more. <laughs> Well, next season, hopefully there will be <laughs> there will be a next season. Maybe. And, and there'll be fans there, and I just hope that there's enough diehard fans out there 
to bring trash cans and bang on them and like really give the Astros a hell of a time. Oh, I will make it my business to do those things because this thing, like all this kind of stuff has already pissed me off even more so than I was pissed off before. And once again, this is coming from someone whose team did not the exact same thing, but probably some form of it. And I'm still pissed yeah. off more at the Astros than anything else. God, Ivan's just making moves. He made six moves since the podcast started. <laughs> Classic Ivan. Classic <laughs> Ivan. Miguel Cabrera. Miguel Cabrera is doing pretty good. So do you think that it, as far as retaliation goes on these guys, I mean, is is this going to be what's happened, like what happens to like Altuve and Bregman and stuff like that for the rest of their careers? Is that... No, I don't. Well, I think they get that it'll come up again in like 10 years when Altuve gets hit or something. It'll start a fight. It'll happen here and there forever. I don't think it's going to be like systemic like it should be this year and next year. Yeah, I think that's probably pretty accurate because people will forget eventually, I think. Yeah. And guys who come up from, you know, the minor leagues and stuff, they're not going to like throw at this guy for something that happened while they weren't playing. Yeah, probably. I mean, some of these players, it didn't affect regardless, and that hadn't really seemed to stop much. So I don't know. It's true. Put a big, you know, black spot on the history pages of baseball. But is there anything more ridiculous than like protecting the like sanctity of the game for players doing this stuff? Like at the end of the day, throwing at people is incredibly dangerous. Yeah. I mean, unless you're going to, like, really soft pitch one in there. But these guys are throwing, like, 80 miles an hour. Right. And, like, that could literally kill somebody. And I, I just, like, what are we doing here? I understand. I've Like, I get it, man. Like I said, I've always, you know, I get the protecting the game. I understand all that. But, like, it, at some point, we're talking about just doing dangerous shit. And that's that's the part that bothers me about it. But Yeah, I, think, I don't know. Oh, gosh. it's It's dangerous. There's other ways to do it right you could just be like a jaw at them like forever and ever and ever you could put gum in their seats you know there's a lot of different I would, I would bang a trash can why aren't we banging trash cans in the dugouts right now oh i i will be oh but i wonder if they even have trash cans in the dugouts given the current circumstance that's probably i don't know that would be a suspicious ban if you ask me of MLB to say no trash cans after a trash can scandal. That'd be pretty fucking funny. <laughs> funny though. Have we looked into this? Have we seen any trash cans in any dugouts? I'm no, but now we need to. All right. We'll put that out there for the fans too. They need to be looking as well. Help us find them. Trash cans in the stands or in the actual, uh, the dugout, the dugouts. Yeah. The stands too though. There banging on those fucking things while they play the Astros. I a thousand percent agree. I wonder what MLB would do. Like, like, how do you, how, how do you justify suspending someone for banging on a trash can when you just bungled not suspending people for banging on trash cans in a cheaty way? In a cheating way, when you just suspended a pitcher for throwing at Astros players because of the trash can, it's just it's multi-layered deep. But I would love to see Major League Baseball try to justify the explanation of that. Yeah, you'd have to be pretty careful in your execution to not get suspended. But once again, like, I guess it depends on who the player is because it doesn't really, it doesn't really, like, it may not affect some people. Like Marcus Stroman, for example, opted out of this season today 
and he has enough playing time to where he'll become a free agent no matter what after this year, so it doesn't matter. And so I guess it really depends on who you are, but like you would think that somebody's going to do it. That yeah, that's I I didn't hear about Marcus Stroman. That's shocking. Yeah, I think that happened just a few hours ago. So oh, not going to play for the season, not going to pitch for the season. So it's uh it's a weird weird time for that kind of stuff out there though, man. We're still seeing a lot of that things those those things trickle in too. So I'm not surprised it flew under the radar. Um any other thoughts about the Astros? I mean, they're just really not Good. Like, did you you saw that video I put in Slack of Tuve committing like two errors in a game? And that like, was funny. And Correa Nick uh, knocked his dick and balls off with a foul ball. <laughs> yes, he did. I forgot about that. Um, kind of don't feel bad for him though, right? Like, ah. I mean, just like throwing at somebody. I never hope that somebody hits themselves right. in the gentleman's vegetables, but right. You know, it happens though. It made me laugh, and then I was like, that sucks. Yeah, it does. Um, okay, on the other side, we talked about the, the the we were talking about the ALS in general and how good the A's have been. I think defensively they've been very good. Uh, they do have some weak spots, such as like Chris with a K Davis, but they seem to be making up for it in enough areas to where it doesn't matter. I mean, you've got several people that are hitting, have an OPS over 900. Uh, that would be Matt Olson, Matt Chapman, Loriano, and uh, Robbie Grossman. Grossman, seriously? Mm-hmm. Yep. Ooh. He's uh, batting two seventy eight on base, four hundred six, slugging five nineteen with an OPS of nine twenty four. I know Marcus Simeon's had a slow start, but he's heating up. Heating up fast too. And um, and then Sean Manea and Jesus Lazardo have had slow starts, but Frankie Montas has been nails. Yes, absolute nails. He's had 23 innings pitched, 157 ERA. He struck out 22 people. He's on my fantasy team. He has an OP. He has a whip of like 0.5 or something. It's one. <laughs> oh, okay, whatever. Even better. <laughs> I was off by an order of magnitude, but that's okay. That is just fine. Um a lot of good pitchers that kind of make up this general staff. Jake Diekman's here. I think he's still got a little bit left in the tank. Joachim Soria's there. Liam Hendricks has been there as a closer. You know, there's there's some good stuff on this team, man. This is a team that people need to be watching out for. And as usual, got incredibly underrated. And I, I, love, I like watching the A's. It's, it's like home away from home, even though they're the same division. Um, just because I've been to the stadium so many times. And Good. I, I like a good team that doesn't have a big budget. I know big is relative, but correct. They don't have Yankees money, and they have cheap ownership, and they just like Billy being the fuck out of every season. And it it has, I would say, the sustained level of success is pretty good. I mean, they haven't been as successful as they probably want as they want to be, but they haven't been unsuccessful by any means. No. Not at all. So, and they're plus they're, watch. do what? I said they're a lot of fun to watch. They are. And plus they're kind of trapped in a weird market where like they're kind of surrounded, like the TV rights are surrounded by like the Giants rights and all that shit. And then all that gets really confusing. But, um, you know, the, there's they, they're kind of up against more than people even really realize in some ways. Yeah, financially for sure. And they're just like not as popular as the Giants. Indeed. What else have we got on the agenda here? Mm, I might pick up Miguel Sano since uh, 
I haven't dropped him. Oh my god, did he really? Yeah. Well, that's a long. You time. should pick. Yeah. You should pick up now. I might. Um, I did see that we saw a poll come across about Angel Hernandez, and I was just browsing Twitter and happened to notice this poll, and it said, "Do you think Angel Hernandez is a good umpire?" Ninety-seven percent of people said no. And 3% of people said yes. And at first I was like, ah, probably not a lot of votes. You know, probably a small sample size. 1,870 votes. That's so many. And 97% of those votes said <laughs> no. And I'm actually pulling up. And then as you comment on it, 3% trolls. Yeah, seriously. Nobody, they don't know what they're talking about. They, Yeah, I, I think so too. And it's, it's, um... I want to. I'm actually looking up real quick because I would like to know where that poll ended, because there's a significant part of me that thinks that this thing probably hasn't changed a whole lot. It's just a guess. Do you, what do you think it's moved to? Uh, ninety-eight two. Ninety-eight to two. Okay. This guy tweets a lot, so I'm having to scroll back through a lot of tweets here. So, bear with me a second. <laughs> Polls, 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 polls. Ramble on about something or another, if you will. Uh, no, I think I'll just enjoy the comfortable silence of the view. <laughs> uh, so the final poll, 4,025 votes. 97% of people said no, he is not a good umpire still. Wow. That's that's a lot. That's a lot. That is not good. Not good at all. Who th I want to talk to the 3%, like 120 people or whatever that said yes, he's a good umpire. I agree. Uh I you know, we've been we've been over this with this guy before. I mean, this guy just stinks all the way around, but I just thought it was pretty funny to see kind of how he is looked at as a general population type thing. And I mean, a sample size of 4,000 plus people saying you stink at your job should be enough to get rid of the guy, right? So I will say that people don't really like umpires. They're never like, great job. It's always like, you got a shitty job. I wonder if you put a poll up of like a notorious, like a statistically good umpire, if they would be the same. It would be a lot closer to 50-50, I bet. Who's the, uh, I'll put the poll up myself. Who's the umpire we want to use? Well, that's kind of my point. We can't even name one because we only focus on terrible umpires. Okay. Well, we'll, I'll tell you what, by next show, we'll have done a little bit of research. We'll find a good one. We'll put it out on the show and then we'll go from there. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, yeah, he sucks obviously quite a bit, but we right. don't really, this is why we need to do fantasy baseball umpires. I absolutely agree with that. Um, I was actually scrolling through my notes here. One thing I missed in the Astros conversation, uh, Altuve, Bregman, and George Springer are hitting a combined 184 with a 677 OPS to start the year. Oh, put Ben in there. He'd do better. I absolutely agree with you. Absolutely agree with you. Well, the dribbler, Greenfield hits. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so two more notes. One thing was about the A's. Um the A's coach accidentally doing the Hitler salute a couple of times was a very strange thing. 
Was it a coach? I thought it was a player. Was it a player? I don't remember. I haven't. I only watched the video briefly. I did see that. I mean, he was like trying to do the the elbow in the air, like touch my elbow thing, and I guess he like held his hand out. Yeah. I, it didn't look great. It didn't look great. It didn't look intentional to me because then he no. laughed about it. He's like, "Oh shit, you saw me do this. Sorry." Um, obviously, he didn't say sorry because you just saw there was no audio. It looked his body language to me said. I, I am going to joke at myself for doing something really bad. Yeah, the statement that he and the, Who am I to say? The statement that he and the club had to put out afterwards would lead me to believe that he was they'd kind of feel bad about what he did because it was an accident. Um, I'll tweet it out of my account later so people can actually I'm pretty sure I already did. But I'll retweet it out again so people can see it. Uh, it's an unbelievable video, hilarious. Uh, obviously unintentional, I think that I would agree with you. I think I actually applaud his efforts for trying to stay safe during COVID times. And you know what? Sometimes in the middle of a pandemic, the Heil Hitler sign is just what you have to do to keep safe. You know what? You know what I really liked? Um, Christian Yelich the other day hit a home run over like deep right center. It went off like the far scoreboard. It was just a fucking missile. And as he ran by, Usually, like handshake or or something, and he was about four feet away from the third base coast, and he just went like this, like he like he fist bumped him down, but he wasn't even close. Yeah, it was kind of like ah. showing the respect, but you know, keeping the distance. At a distance, it was good. I, I like that. There should be more. We can get creative, people. Come on, that's all I'm saying. Agreed. I saw something the other day that was like the KBO at the very beginning, whenever they got started, they had. Uh, the catcher was like too close to the umpire or something like that. And like arguments broke out in the dugout, like something that's was going down where the players weren't happy and the players were yelling, like get away from each other, like get the fuck away from each other. Good. And it's like, that's how seriously we should be taking that. Of course we're not, but I, th- I do think baseball, I know you haven't had a chance to watch as much this past past week, but I think they've started to take it a little bit more seriously in that sense. So yeah, they've got new guidelines out. You have to be wearing a mask if you're not playing or if you're not in your hotel room. There's no um, you. The, you can only take people with you on trips that are necessary to play the game. Okay. There's no like no socializing at all, even in the hotels. Yeah. You have to have permission to leave and shit. It's like these. They're doing the things now that they should have done originally. Correct. Like what? Who would have thought? Right. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. All right. Well, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap everything up. We want to thank everybody for joining us as usual. Any uh, parting thoughts, pal? Stay safe I out there. Hmm? I Stay safe out there. I think that's the gist of it. You, your, uh, your internet cut out at the end, pal, but it's all right. Uh, we'll, we miss Ben Baseball. He'll be back next week, hopefully, with us. We want to remind everyone to follow us on social media, Sensibly Loud on Instagram, and on Twitter, make sure to check us out on Facebook as well at Sensibly Loud Media for all the latest blogs, pods, and more. And make sure to check out the website, sensiblyloud.com. We want to thank everyone for tuning in for episode 121 of the Outfielder Podcast. We'd like to thank all of our fans, Sensibly Loud Media, our sponsors, and those with a sharp eye to keep the runners close. Grounds crew, please keep patrolling that outfield. Big ups to Kevin Towers. Don't text and drive, but we'll see you right back here next time on the Outfielder Podcast. <laughs>